0: It says I'm live. I can't sing, (laughs) so I'ma just have to look crazy. I hope you guys are doing good. Let me make sure y'all can see me here. Can anybody see me? Oh, don't tell me lovely Joe's in the house sipping. How you doing, (laughs) Joe? All right, you guys can see me. I can see myself. Hey, you guys. Thank y'all for joining me. Sorry this stream is kind of late, but I had to get a nap in. It's been a long damn day, okay? So I had to sleep. The holidays are upon us. I'm super excited. Um, I wanted to let you guys know, if you do not know, we are doing a giveaway um, on the Discord. Rejoice, shout out to Rejoice and Umbertone. They were helping me run the test bot today. Um, so, we're going to be giving away uh, $1,000 worth of gift cards. All you have to do is go into the giveaway room and make sure you hit the like or whatever emojicon is there. All you got to do is hit it and you'll be entered to win. And then I will announce the winners um, this Wednesday on my YouTube live broadcast. So, make sure you guys tune in. Yeah, oh, I like the outfit. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> So um, you guys, make sure you guys uh, hit that up so you guys can be in the contest and then we'll announce the winner's Wednesday. So good luck to everybody. And then I'm also doing a dope beauty gift box giveaway as well. It's gonna have $250 worth of products, T-shirt, There's going to be some tea in there, a mug. It's going to be like a whole box. I'm really excited to give this away to one lucky discorder. Um, I just really appreciate you guys for just supporting me. And, you know, y'all really made my 2020. Like y'all honestly did. So the discord is popping. Right now it's closed. I see people joining the membership. Please realize we shut it down November 14th. I might reopen it sometime in January, but for now it's shut down. This is only for the people who have been on there. Um, yes, you guys, I just started, Shauna, You're good, baby. You're not late. I'm late. (laughs) Let's see here. Let's go ahead and read these super chats. Let's get the show started. I know these damn fandoms are in their feelings. Keep telling y'all, y'all don't run shit on my channel. You don't run nothing that comes out my mouth. I don't care if you're a Barb. I don't care if you're Barty gang. I don't care if you're a a hottie, whatever they call themselves. Uh, what are... Uh, what is it the uh, what is Azealia Banks's people think they're mermaids or something like that I don't care These are my opinions I don't have to like who y'all like okay keep that in mind always so let me go ahead and read this five dollars comes from unapologetically me she says hey T I just had my baby after being in labor for 22 hours oh my god (laughs) just showing you some love in the hospital bed also can I be a mod Okay, only you, please. People do not ask to be mods. I'm making you a mod because you spent 22 hours in labor pushing out that baby. So congratulations to you, sis. You are a mod. Thank you so much for coming through and supporting the stream. I appreciate you. Oh, you guys, I want a baby so bad. Oh, mine are grown. So every time I see like little babies, like on Instagram, I'm like, oh my gosh, I love little babies. You're going to have to DM me some pictures of the baby. Y'all know I love my little baby tea sippers. I got a whole collection that y'all be sending me a different baby. <laughs> and they're getting so big now. So I love my little baby tea sippers. So thank you. Um, Let's see here. Manice Charles Charles says, Hey, Auntie, looking beautiful as always. Did you manifest anything today? XOXO. Thank you so much for the super chat. I manifested some sleep. I needed it. My sleep pattern is so messed up. I After I got done dealing with Rejoice and umbertone. I went home and I was like, you need to turn off everything and just go to bed. And I did. So I needed that manifestation. So, so thank you. <laughs> uh, let's see here. David Camarillo said 999 says, T, you look great. Thank you so much, love. I appreciate you. Miss um, Mesmerize says, T, please go live at this time all the time. Gives me time to get off work and get tea ready. Okay, well, that's good to know. Thank you so much, sis. Thanks for the super chat. Um, let's see here. Oh, we got a lot of people coming through. Where we at? We got 5,000 people in the house. Okay. That's what's up. So we can definitely get on with the stream. Thank you, Crystal Glee, for the Um, $4.99. Lulu says, T, you scared me. You didn't upload anything all day. I thought something happened to you. Thank God you're all right. No, I'm fine. I just been busy. I do a lot of stuff. And when I'm busy, I just, leave social media alone. Um I was sending out I've been sending out gifts to people, to just different subscribers, just different people in my life. So been just shopping getting gift cards, getting packing stuff together, going back and forth to the post office. It's been a long day. It's been a long like week. Even last week I was running back and forth sending stuff out. So that's what I been. So when I don't post anything, I'm, I'm busy in my real life. <laughs> so don't worry when I if I'm sick, I let people know. But, yeah, I'm just been busy. Um, let's see here. Dark Winter 94 says, hey, T, been watching since high school. Now I'm in grad school. Even got my mom watching, though. She calls you lovely bones. <laughs> you really kept me sane in quarantine. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Thank you and your mom for supporting me. Um, murderous and says lady in red with the heart eyes thank you so much sis thanks for the super chat um popular by demand says love you keep up the good work i got accepted to f i u okay congratulations that was some good news for the 2020 thank you for coming through um let's see here a la, la antho speaks send 50 dollars. thank you so much for the super chat um They say you look amazing, went live unexpectedly. Thank you so much. I appreciate you and thank you for coming through. So yeah, I wanted to do this stream because yesterday it went down, okay? Yesterday on social media was crazy. Between Twitter, Instagram, and these female rappers, it was a bunch of mess. And so I did the video yesterday, kind of break it down because people were so confused as to what was going on. And, you know, so it took me a while to put that video together and put that up. And a lot of people enjoyed it. Of course, you have, you know, these weirdo fans or stands, whatever y'all want to call them, who are always in their feelings. Now, let me say this, because a lot of people feel like, you know, um, that anytime you question Meg, you have some type of hate for her. Again, I don't have to be fans of the people that you guys are fans of. I don't have to anything. I can just enjoy their music. I don't have to show her any type of, you know, admiration like y'all do. I don't have to do that for anybody, period. I don't expect y'all to like the people that I like, you know. So I don't the thing I don't like about some of her fans is that anytime you question anything about Meg, They try to conflate two issues. They try to use you questioning her and her character as a way to assault you and say, oh, well, since you're questioning her, you don't care about black women. Or, you know what I'm saying? You're victim shaming. Or you must support Tori. It's like, bitch, do you think I can't walk and chew gum? Why are you comparing apples to oranges? The situation with Tori, that is a whole different situation as opposed to the stuff that she keeps getting herself involved in. And I'm the type of person, I just don't like messy people. It is what it is. You know, and all that, um, I just, you know, even in high school, that type of behavior is not acceptable. So when I see how people act in the music industry, as demonic as it is, in high school, you can't go from click to click. Let's keep it real. In high school, when you're allowed to hang with the popular girls, the druggies, the athletes, the goth, Nobody ran from click to click in high school. You you picked your little crew of friends and you sat your ass down. You were cool with people. You said hi. You were cordial. You know, sometimes you might have to fight a bitch. But other than that, you know what I'm saying? When I see somebody, you know, hopping from friend to friend and person to person and you and. You know, everybody's like, oh, well, she's just a friendly person. Well, when you're just a friendly person, then why is it that the only people that she's cool with are people who are doing better than her or, you know, who are popular? She didn't reach out to go hang out with Cupcake, and Cupcake is a lyrical beast. She didn't reach out to be friends with Azealia Banks. No. So she knows who to be friends with, and I'm the type of person, when you're friends with everybody, you're a friend to nobody, period. And that's how I feel, and y'all's not going to change that. Okay. I mean, if y'all want to take that personality as, oh, that's just her being friendly and that's just her. I look at it differently. You know what I'm saying? When every time you're with a different celebrity and it's, hey friend, hey friend. And you know, people who call people friend instead of just using their name, that lets me know that y'all ain't really friends. Okay. Cause all my friends have names. You gonna know this is Alina, this is Tiny, this is Ty. You gonna know who my friends are. I'm not going to be like, hey, friend, hey, friend, hey, friend, hey, friend. <laughs> but, you know, when you're speaking the truth, it irritates people's demons. So y'all can get mad how you want. I just see through the nonsense. That That's just me. And I can't be fake. It's, it's just too much friend hopping, you know. And I come from an era, like especially with female rappers. Yes, they were cordial with each other. But you didn't see Eve hanging with a bunch of different crews outside of the Rough Riders. You didn't see Lil' Kim hanging outside of Junior Mafia. You know what I'm saying? Yes, they could work together. They could make music. But they weren't running from click to click, guy to guy, girl to girl. They weren't doing all that. You know what I'm saying? So I just, I'm just not feeling it. You didn't see Nicki Minaj hanging with a bunch of people outside of Young Money. Okay? So that's just keeping it real. And I just feel like it's just it's just a bunch of mess and her name is always attached to something. Now, I will say this. Um, <laughs> I see <it. laughs> folks in the comments laughing, saying facts. Uh, let's see here, exactly. Fake times a thousand, Jess says you're not wrong. Yeah, I mean, like I said, it's my opinion. If you like that personality trait, that's your business. I don't what you gonna do about it? nothing? I just don't, I just don't like people who just hop, who are busybodies. It, it It's just, I don't like chaotic energy because it's like, I can't read that person because you're just, you're, you're too, you're, you're just too friendly with everybody. And at some point in time, I had to be like, well, where does your loyalty lie? You know? And the first thing that left the bad taste in my mouth is how she did her record label. And before this, you never heard uh, Carl Crawford. It's so hard for me to say that name. I don't know if it's because it has two C's. I be calling that man Crawl. <laughs> I don't know. Crawl is a hard name for me to pronounce for some reason. I be like, Crawl Crawford. <laughs> but even, he, he had a baby with Evelyn Lozada. Do you know how messy Evelyn is? And even through all their drama, when well, there was no drama, actually, even when they broke up, you didn't hear anything. You didn't hear like a bunch of beefing. You didn't hear her throwing him under the bus or him disrespect. Like you just really never heard this man's name. This man held onto his baseball bat. He went out to the damn outfield and he swung. That's all we knew a call for, is being a baseball player and having a kid with Evelyn Lozada. Then all of a sudden, like I said, then Meg decides to bring it to the internet and she did that trying to garner sympathy. So that right there was a red flag because that was like real business stuff you know, trying to make it seem like she was so childlike and she didn't understand the sucker being used as a prop to distract. I'm not a man. So I have no pain to get hard watching a girl lick on the sucker. You know what I mean? I'm I'm a female. So I'm watching this with a critical eye. The sucker is not moving me. A lot of guys were like, oh my God, lick it again. And I'm sitting here like, really, keep on going with the story, ma'am. Keep the sucker out your mouth. Get to the next part, okay? So she was doing a lot of stuff to trying to come off as childlike. You know, so that way she would have an excuse when she, you know, for moving to Rock Nation, I just felt like the moves that she made was messy. So that was just one thing that just did not sit well with me the way she put that out there. You know, and I know a lot of that was because Rock Nation was in her ear. And that's what Rock Nation does is that they'll come in and you know, go through the contract. Oh, did you know this was in your contract? Oh, we can give you a better deal here. That's what they're supposed to do. You know, and that's why she and to me, it's like even if Rock Nation was in your ear, these are the people who really put you on. These are the people who had your back. T Ferris would be nothing without Carl Crawford. Let's keep that real. okay? so it's like for her to like not think twice about turning on them and blasting them on social media that already looked bad. You know what I'm saying? And I was already side eyeing it. And then when I was bringing receipts showing, like, you know, just all the shady stuff that she was saying and how her live stream didn't match up with the receipts, then it was like, oh, you're hating. You're being mean. Okay, well, cool. Let me go ahead and fall back. And then it was like, after that, Another thing happened. Then another thing happened. Then we come to the summer when the whole, you know, shooting with Tori happened. And that was so many different stories. And like I said, at this point, I'm over that story. I'm going to wait and see what the court says. Okay. Because at the end of the day, I wasn't there. Y'all wasn't there. And the people who were there, it's so many different stories. I don't know what to think. So I'm going to sit back and let the court handle that. But like I said, the way she did Kelsey was also wrong. Cause it's like, she kept throwing digs at that girl, kept throwing shade at that girl. Then eventually came out with a diss track. So like I said, for her to then say that Asian doll should call her and she don't like this internet shit. Well, I can't tell shit. You do more talking on the internet and, and, you know, stirring stuff up. But all of a sudden when somebody's doing it to you, oh, well, I should, I should have gotten a phone call. It's not that serious. And so people, I think people are just tired of it and they see through it. And it's funny how folks were saying in the shade room that now she's the common denominator. Folks are kind of seeing how messy she is. But like I said, when I did the whole breakdown on Thanksgiving, you know, her fans wanted to cuss me out and tell me I need to go cook. We, we, I cooked and we ate. We had a damn good dinner, okay? Had a great Thanksgiving. It didn't stop nothing over here, but I'm still going to keep it real. I'm going to be honest about my feelings, how I feel. So, it is what it is. Y'all can get mad how you want to. It makes me no difference. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Let's see here. Let me see. Oh, snaps. Maya sent $100. Thank you so much, Maya. Thank you for coming through. She says, T, I've been binge watching your videos to get me through work. Happy holidays. Happy holidays to you, too, sis. And thank you so much for the super chat. I really appreciate you. Let's see here. Uh, Tatiana Richards sent $50. Thank you, Tatiana. She says, I can't watch the full live feed because I'm at work, but I wanted to stop by and show support to the realest person I have ever listened to. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I really appreciate that. You know, it's not easy going against the grain, honey. It's not. But for me, I'd rather just be myself. You know what I'm saying? I I don't need, I'm always going to speak my truth. I don't need people to stand with me. I don't need people to have my back. If I said it, I said it, you know, so, one thing about me, I'm gonna stand in my shit and I'm gonna own it. So thank you so much for just respecting that and supporting what I do. I really appreciate it. Um, sweet Diva Dentist Jason, $49.99. Thank you. Y'all are showing love. Oh my gosh. Thank you guys so much. Says, love you and keep spilling tea. I definitely will. Thank you so much. Um, let's see here. Uh, darmisha robinson sent 20 she says i got here just in time you are forever speaking the truth thank you t you are more than welcome sis thank you for coming through um let's see here uh kira sent five says glad to catch another live happy holidays happy holidays to you too thank you so much so um now as far as asian doll i'll say this now i do feel like asian doll was kind of being messy when she decided to play the song i felt like she was coming from a hurt place but we know with this climate, we know how social media is, we know how these fandoms do. Oh, they can't wait for the girls to start fighting. So when she played it, even if she's, you know, quote unquote had good intentions and was just, oh, I want to, I want y'all to listen to what it would have sounded like with me on the track. I think she low-key knew that it would start some stuff. I don't think she was low-key trying to, you know, dig at Meg. I think her issue was more or less with the city girls. Let's keep it real. Asian Doll is definitely more lyrical, okay? She definitely is more lyrical. And I feel like that's another thing that I don't get with this whole, everybody acts like these rap chicks have to be friends, and nobody, at the end of the day, people like, I don't like when people act like because this sector, black women are fighting or not getting along. Somehow it reflects all black women. I don't know these damn people. Me and my friends are, are getting along just damn fine. Me and my subbies are kicking it. Like every black woman is not fighting. This is something that has to do with the small group of women. Why does this reflect all black women? And, oh, black women can never get along. Why? Because these four are arguing on Twitter? Get the fuck out of here. I know plenty of black women who get along and who treat each other right. The problem is y'all try to make, y'all try to force friendships. That's the problem. Y'all feel like because all these people work in the same type of job they got to be friends are you friends with all your co-workers let me ask y'all that uh the fried cook at bojangles okay do you like the damn uh the french fry girl do you like the biscuit girl hell half of y'all hate y'all's manager stop acting like because people are in the same field they got to get along people do that to youtubers more black youtubers should collaborate yeah maybe they should but they ain't got shit to do with me i vibe with who i vibe with this isn't fucking high school i don't have to be friends with nobody I come out here, spill my tea, you know what I'm saying, talk to my audience, have a good old funky time, and I keep them moving. Like, why does that not count for the rap industry? Like, everybody don't have to get along. Like, at at the end of the day, everybody, these are people. And people have different energies. People, you know what I'm saying, some people vibe, some people don't. So when I see that whole, oh, I'm friends with everybody and hey, friend, that just looks fake to me because that's not how it is in real life. Because in real life, you're not hanging with all of your coworkers. You might have a, cool, a few co-workers that you're cool with. Y'all have a good old time. Y'all kick it. But you're not hanging with every damn co-worker that you work with. Let's keep that real. So I think that's one thing we need to stop acting like this is high school or, or not even high school, elementary. And everybody has to be friends because they're female rappers, okay? Another thing I feel like because Asian Doll is lyrical, I felt like, You know, people try and say, oh, well, it's the record labels who decide the final say who's going to be on the the record or not. Yes, the record label, they do have some say, but a lot of that say comes from the artist. Okay, so Meg has the final say on if she wants to have Asian doll on there or the city girls. And let's keep it real. I feel like Asian lyrically was going bar for bar with Meg. Some people don't like that. Let's keep it real. Some people don't like when the guest feature is eating the artist. OK, and that um, that might have been the situation because the lyrics that I heard from City Girls, I wasn't impressed. But I don't expect the City Girls to be lyrical. They have more like fun ratchet rap. You know, what I'm saying that's just how they get down. I don't expect them to come. I, you know, I don't expect them to be a cupcake. Okay. So that's the thing. And you have some artists who are like that where they will feel some way if you're going even harder, let's keep it. Real. I remember when WAP came out and I had talked to Cardi and I was like, I'm going to keep it real with you. Megan killed that track. I liked her verse better than yours. And that I kept it real with her. And she was like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? A lot of people are saying that, you know, but one thing I respect about her is some artists when they would have heard Megan's track being a lot stronger, would have ran back to the studio to re-record. Cardi was like, nah, she killed it, approved it, and now it's history. So, you know, that's the difference. So I feel like maybe that might have been an issue where maybe she felt a way like, you know, Asian Doll was coming too hard. You trying to come from my shine, sis. I'd rather go with the city girls because they're talking about some damn, y'all All my sons like, oh, Shay. (laughs) I was like, oh, okay, all right. Thank you, (laughs) Kresha. They're rapping me, cracking me up. But I feel like, you know, that might have been what it was. Just like, again, everybody has all this energy for Twitter. But the only person who's replied back to Suki, I mean, excuse me, the only person who's replied back to Cupcake was Suki, you know? So kudos to Suki. She tried to send another diss track. Cupcake was like, girl, bye. You get one chance, one chance only. We're not doing it back and forth. So, but at least Suki replied back. But, you know, City Girls... She drug y'all. Y'all's not clapping at, you know, Cupcake, you know. But again, because Cupcake is so lyrical, they don't know. We saw what Carl Crawford said in that um, D, um, on Instagram when somebody asked him, like, hey, how come Meg hasn't replied back? And Carl was like, she, you know why. <laughs> like with his country ass. <laughs> so again, that's how it goes sometimes. You know, so all that friend stuff. Yeah, we friends, but you're not going to outshine me. And I feel like that's what it boiled down to. But that's just my opinion, honey. <laughs> Let me go ahead. Let me see here. We got a bunch of super chats. Thank you guys so much. Um, JoJo99912 says, hey, T, I've been watching you since I was in middle school. I'm 21 now. Left my ass off. Somebody said hit the button. Joe Budden. Y'all are ruthless. <laughs> they are still roasting lovely Joe Budden. Oh, my gosh. Y'all are funny for calling him that. Now, I can't like every time I even hear that theme song, our new Joe Biden, I'll be like, our new lovely Joe Biden with Brian Mel. <laughs> we know he in here sipping. You know he loves girl gossip, honey. He'll come over here sipping, still be like, guess what I heard, y'all? You ain't heard shit. You watched my video, Joe. <laughs> Listen here, Miss Short sure and Beautiful says, Hey, Auntie, finally caught a live. I love your content. It gets me through my long days at work love you and be safe thank you so much sis i appreciate you thank you for coming through uh yo mama's papa sent a hundred dollars i have no sound effects because youtube's content id so i'm gonna just make my own sound effect choo, 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 choo. <laughs> thank you for the hundred dollars um they said, what's up lovely t did you ever watch the jordan maxwell maritime law again i've been sipping for three years latinos got your back girl Te cuamos and Cali. Love from Cali. Thank you. Te cuamos. Te cuamos. I don't know if I'm, I probably mispronounced that. Like just butchered that in Spanish, but thank you so much. Shout out to all my Latino fans. Y'all go hard and I really appreciate that. So thank you so much for the super chat. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Natasha sent $20. She says, I'm here from Haiti. Love you, T. Got the whole family here watching and sipping on my champagne. Thank you so much. Shout out to all my Haitians. Coming through deep. Look, they're laughing at my Spanish. I had caramba. Shit. I told you I don't I don't know how to speak Spanish. I'm sorry. <laughs> my Spanish is bad. I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, my 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 second language is Yoruba. So I, I struggle with Spanish. I'm not good with it. My kids know a little bit of Spanish, but I don't. But I tried, you know what I'm saying? Gracias. I appreciate you, Poppy. Thank you. <laughs> So, yeah, so like I said, the whole situation with Meg and the city girls and Asian doll, you know, it was very interesting. But, you know, I just feel like at the end of the day, can it be repaired between her and Asian doll? Maybe, maybe not. You know, but I feel like there is some anger and maybe, you know, maybe a little bit of bitterness too on Asian doll's part because again, when you are more lyrical, when you've been in the game, when you've been putting in just as much work and you see other people surpassing you, it can make you feel away. And I think that's why I do agree with JT when she was saying that when they can because remember, City Girls wasn't really supposed to happen. Okay. I mean, just look looking at their old damn tweets let you know that city girls was never meant to happen. All they did was just sit and roast and talk shit about people 24/7. And they were doing that because they themselves wanted to be celebrities too. They themselves wanted to be the same people that they were talking down on. So they were so once they stopped being jealous, and started, you know what I'm saying, taking that negative energy that they were spewing onto everybody else on social media and started taking that energy and, and you know, circumventing it into themselves and getting into the damn studio. Then they started popping, but they were never supposed to be a thing. And JT knows that. I think JT's more lyrical than Carisha, definitely. But they were never supposed to be a thing. So I think that's where they get some of their hate from a lot of people. And I mean, people have the right to say I'm into them or I'm not into them. But I think that's where a lot of the girls in the industry come at them like, oh, y'all's not lyrical. All y'all do is talk about sex and, you know, scamming. You know, y'all have no you know, there's there's nothing meaty in their content. It's like the same thing, you know. So for them, um, I understand why they kind of felt the way like you're mad because we just came out of nowhere and we've been blowing up. We came and we killed all these dolls. Because remember, there was a point where like everybody had doll in their name. To this day, I really, I think I can tell two of the dolls apart. The rest, honey, I couldn't tell you. If you was to show me a picture, I'd be like, damn, Kiki Palmer. I don't even know who this man is. Mm. I ain't never seen him a day in my life. I don't know the rest of the dolls. I now recognize Asian doll. I know what cash doll looks like. There was a bunch of them. There was like a blow-up doll. There was a China doll. There was a Mexican doll. I don't know. There was a a bunch of damn dolls in 2016. (laughs) There was was a Caribbean doll. I don't know. But all them damn dolls basically went away once the city girls hit. I think folks were tired of all these dolls, you know, and most of them, they were just talking about the same thing. So, you know, is there room for more than one female in hip-hop? Definitely. There's room for multiple people. You know what I'm saying? But I just don't like like when females have issues or they beef or they go back and forth on wax. Somehow people try and make it as a reflection of all black women. You have these rap dudes. They're messier than females. All they do is sit online and gossip and throw shade back and forth and and throw diss tracks at each other. Nobody says that they're destroying the black male image. When they go back and forth, when they beef on wax, nobody says, damn, why can't all black men just get along? They just be like, damn, did you hear that new such and such? That song goes harder. You know what I'm saying? Did you hear that latest diss track? Oh, my gosh, that's my jam. Nobody uses that to paint the whole male black collective with one brush. But as soon as the girls are fighting, somehow black women cannot get along. No, these four can't get along. Don't put that shit on us. The rest of us are sipping tea, living our best lives, shit. <laughs> Hell no, nah, somebody said ragdoll and crackhead baby doll. You know what? Y'all are wildin'. Oh my gosh, y'all are wildin'. Is my stream frozen? It looks like it's clocking. If it's, if it's freezing on y'all's end, make sure y'all refresh it. I don't know why, it looks like it's clocked for some reason. Am I still live? Let me make sure. Okay. Okay. I'm still live. I don't know why it's clocking on YouTube's end. Okay. Okay. Looks like it's back working. Sorry about that. I wanted to make sure y'all could still see me. So let's see. How long have I been on here? Okay. I've been on here for 30 minutes. Damn, time be going by quick. I feel like I just got here. Red beans and butter. Come get your supper. (laughs) Let me stop for they flag that too. Punk ass. Punk ass content ID. Who remembers what that what movie that's from? Who remembers that movie? That was my movie back in the day. I need to watch. I keep talking about it. Uh, let's see here. Luna Galaxy says, hey, T, I've been MIA for a while, but I'm sending love. Thank you so much, sis, and I'm glad to see you back. Thank you for stopping through. Um, Let's see here. Agent Matt, oh, shit. My favorite truck is in the house. My favorite truck is in the ha- 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 house. <laughs> thank you agent matt agent matt sent fifty dollars he says i'm gonna have to watch the replay i gotta get some rest tonight but you're looking good i'm out thank you so much agent matt i appreciate you thank you for coming through you are so sweet um bdp 7574 says i love your show and they sent thirty dollars thank you so much i really appreciate you um, let's see here. Cam sent 1999 says, "I've been waiting on you all day, T. I've been working the COVID unit. You helped me get through my shift. Peace, love, and light." Uh, 1221. My superhero has always been Storm. Everybody hit that like button. Thank you so much, and thank you for being an essential worker, sis. Stay safe while you're dealing with the COVID patients there. And thank you so much for your support. I appreciate y'all. Oh, y'all got the truck shown in the um in the chat. Oh my gosh, y'all are a mess. So let me go ahead and talk about the whole situation with um, <laughs> Azealia Banks. So let's go ahead and segue onto that. This woman is a mess. Now I try to tell folks, if y'all don't know, Azealia Banks went on this huge rant. She says that, you know, she doesn't like uh, the shade room cause it's ran by Nigerians. And so she went on this huge Nigerian rant like two weeks ago. And then all of a sudden she posted a video and she's dancing to techno song. who's a Nigerian artist. He's on the song with Beyonce. And she's dancing with, ma- with a machete. And I'm telling folks, I recognize these damn voodoo knees. She looks like she's doing a ritual dance. No, she's not. You're always picking on her. She's not doing no voodoo dance. She's not doing Santeria. She's just dancing with a machete for no reason. Okay, y'all believe that shit if you want to. Let me go ahead and show y'all this video with her and her little voodoo knees. Now, I can't play the music because you know, you know, YouTube was shut down the stream. But y'all just watch how she's dancing. I'm gonna just laugh. Y'all just listen to my laughter. In the background. <laughs> y'all just laugh in the background. That's what we're gonna do. Give me just a second here to share my screen. This girl is a damn mess. All right. So here goes Miss Cecilia Banks. Y'all see them damn knock knees? Watch this dance that she's doing. Now, Zilli's killing it though. But who the hell dances like that with a machete? Come on, y'all. Y'all thought that was just normal dancing? <laughs> okay, so that was the video there of her dancing. Let me come back on the screen. So we were on Instagram dying. But, you know, of course, her fans are going to make excuses. Uh-uh, she's just living her best life. Oh, she's dancing like Beyonce danced in the video. Beyonce didn't have a machete in the video. What are y'all talking about? Y'all will y'all will come with all types of lies to defend a celebrity. Oh, she's doing the steps from the video. No, she's not. I have Disney+. Plus. I don't remember them damn steps, including a damn machete, okay? Told y'all. She was up to no damn good. So now let me show y'all what she's up to. After that dance came out, she decided to basically take to social media and let y'all know all the folks that she's been hexing and what's come of their life since she started hexing them. This girl's a trip. Give me just a, second. let me show y'all my screen here. She had that damn machete to sacrifice some damn chickens, okay? All right, so this is what she wrote. She says, look how all the girls who tried me are not aging well. Gaga has a raggedy hip. Rihanna has poor digestion. Lana, dehydration and allergic to fillers. Charlie XCX is an ashtray. Grimes trapped under Elon's foreskin. Iggy, gay baby daddy. Laugh my ass off. You bitches are fucking fried. Do y'all see this altar back here? Do y'all see all this stuff that she's been burning? Now look at this. Look at all this stuff. This is all an altar right here. But now look at this third picture that she posted. Honey, I done thought she done burnt a dance. Somebody's baby. I said, what in the world? And then she wrote rock solid. (sighs) Somebody come get Azalea Banks, okay? This ain't, mm, let me come back on the screen. Okay, so when people talk, everybody's not hating a lot of us have common sense and we see through the bs okay so y'all who was crying time my oh y'all's always messing with her she's just doing a friendly beyonce dance no the hell she's not okay she's preparing to take somebody out my thing is this and i'm not going to say that people who practice voodoo or santeria you know it's it's not it's all evil because it's not okay there there's good and bad in everything just like with Christianity, you have some people who are good Christians and you have some crazy fundamentalists who want everybody to die and go to hell. OK, so there's good and bad in Islam. You have people who are just, you know, they just follow the Bible. Then you have the extremists. Same thing with Santeria. Same thing with voodoo. You know, you have people who practice it. You know, it's an African, you know, because of African spirituality. And then you have some people who use it for bad. My thing is, Azealia, you really shouldn't be putting all that out there. Okay. Because one thing is what you put out there, you can also receive. You're admitting to basically putting hexes on these women. You're talking about Rihanna's digestive tract. Like what, like, what the hell kind of shit is that? You want her to just keep burping and farting when she's on a date with ASAP Rocky, your damn hater? <laughs> like who does that? You know what I mean? Like everything she was saying, all those people that she named was, you know, it's just crazy. And my thing is she got subpoenaed last week. The government subpoenaed her because of all that foolishness that she did with Elon Musk when she ran to blast him and say that he was on drugs and, you know, he had her trapped in his home and all this shit. And so his stock, people ran to go pull their money out of the Tesla stock. And so now they've been they subpoenaed her to go to court and she's talking about she's scared. So you're scared, but you're still throwing shots at Elon Musk. Now, you can say what you want about grime. But at the end of the day, her baby's father is one of the richest men in the world. Okay, so Grime didn't waste no time getting knocked up by Elon. But y'all not gonna call her gold digger though because she's white. Let's keep that real. I am mad at her. She did what she had to do, but I noticed she—I never hear the word gold digger attached to Grime. Have y'all, baby, I'm missing something. I haven't heard it. All I hear is, oh, look at the beautiful couple. <laughs> y'all know I'm going to speak on I'm going to keep it real. I've never heard that attached to grime. But anyways, I just think Azalea's is doing too much. My thing is, if you have to sacrifice chickens and you got to put hexes on people and your music is still not popping, the music industry is not for you. I think at this point, Azealia, as thin as she is, maybe she could just stick to modeling. She has a cute little model body. You know what I'm saying? Put on a little size two dress and walk down the runway because I think she's burned so many bridges now that people just don't want to fool with her. And then she's online doing these creepy dances and posting these altars. (laughs) Like (laughs) the the little bit of friends that you did have in the industry, they're going to fall back because they know that you're trying to hex people, okay? So Azealia is just doing the damn most. Let me see here. Um, Desiree Eagle said 20 says you cannot tell some, you cannot tell me someone dancing with a machete is normal. That is some rich witchcraft type stuff. Thank you. But you have folks trying to excuse it. Oh, she's just having a good time. Y'all don't never want to have fun. We wanted to have all the fun in the world. We just wanted to put the machete down. Okay. That's a sharp object. She don't need to be swinging. Out and doing hip rolls and shit. It might fuck around and fall and cut off that damn bony knee. We want her to be safe when dancing, okay? Let's sit that (laughs) song. Oh, go ahead. Shout out TJ. Thank you for the $20 super chat. TJ says Roland Ray needs to roll over Zelia and Meg at this point. (laughs) Roland Ray is a mess. That man stays into all types of shit. That's why they keep dragging his ass because he always got something to say. But I'm not mad at him. He's not letting his disability stop him. And one thing I do respect about Roland Ray, all jokes aside, is that he can dish it, but his ass can surely take it. And I respect that. He don't let his wheelchair or, or nothing. He doesn't use it as an excuse. Like, oh, y'all can't talk about me because I'm in a wheelchair. Shit, all the shit you talk, that's the first thing they gonna talk about. You know what I'm saying? He And he accepts it. He receives it. Shit, after that, uh, he was still clapping back last night and told Carisha to dig up her baby's father. I said, Roland Ray ain't got no chill. You know, so like I said, one thing about Mr. Purr, I don't know how to purr like he... You know, he got that lisp and shit. So I don't know how to do that. I just say purr. But one thing about him, he conditioned. he can take it. So all is fair in the ratchet sector of Twitter. That's it. That's all. Thank you for the super chat. Um, Casey sent 15. She says, I think Azealia is practicing Palo Mambe, And it's uh, in Ghana. I don't even know. What <laughs> and Ganga. I totally butchered that. She might be. I know she's practicing something. But I knew when I seen her dancing like that. Let's see here. Um, IH1049 says, hey T, I seen some people online playing with witchcraft and other stuff. We need to be careful. It's not about being cute for the gram. Yes. And I've talked about that in different streams where you have a lot of people trying to like normalize Things like, you know, Palo Santos and, you know, witchcraft and just like different things that are used in witchcraft and voodoo and Santeria, unless you know what you're doing, even with the crystals, you know, people playing with crystals and stuff like that. You know, they're looking for stuff on, you know, looking for attention on the gram. You got folks time out there selling holy water. They're praying. They're making like love potions and love spells and you can buy it for $50. They're making, you know, um tea baths and tea oils that they're praying into then you and then they're selling it online all i can say is just be careful i'm not saying that all these people are fake or you know they're wishing bad but you need to know who you're dealing with you don't really know all these people's intentions and you don't want to open up doors that you're not ready to open you know like i always tell you guys we live in a dimensional world i believe that there are different dimensions and you can let in different entities, you know what I'm saying, willingly or unwillingly. So you have to watch out for that. You know what I'm saying? That's why I always say also be careful who you let pray for you. You know, some people really be praying for you. Some people be praying for your downfall. You got to know the difference. That's why I say everybody's not your friend. And you have to up your discernment. And people who try to be friends with everybody who have that Meg De stallion energy, I suggest you stay away from them. Because somebody who's friends with everyone, like I said before, they're a friend to no one. So you have to be careful for that. Just like you have a lot of these YouTubers trying to be Torah readers and, you know, reading people's futures and, you know, doing all types of readings. And I know what's going on. And at the end of the day, nobody's in any situation. All we can do is speculate and put things together with receipts that we see online. Nobody knows the full ins and outs of any story, including myself. So I'm not going to believe that somehow you have more knowledge because you're tapped into the spiritual world. No, you UT was just put a bunch of receipts together. You're like, oh, oh, I see something. Oh, something's coming down the pipe. No, you don't see shit, bitch. You're just trying to get some damn clicks, okay? So y'all be careful with a lot of this stuff because a lot of this stuff is being normalized. And back in the day, you had to go to people who were bred for this, who were raised in this, and who understood it. You didn't go on to Instagram to find a voodoo priestess. There was a, a person in the community, you know what I'm saying, whose mother, whose grandmother, whose great-grandmother taught her the arts. Now anybody can just pick up a book and, you know, put on a damn head wrap and try and read your fortune. Y'all better watch that shit. Fuck that, I'm not interested. You're like, oh, let me let me tell you your future. No, not interested. Let me just live my day, one, let me just live my life one day at a time. Whatever is meant to happen will happen. I don't need you telling me my future and having me spooked and shit. I'm good. Let's see here. Danny sent 499 says, Hey auntie love. You've been watching you for years. You've been keeping it real since day one. Azealia is crazy as hell child. (laughs) Thank you so much. Thank you for the super chat and thank you for coming through. I appreciate you. Um, Marinetta Singleton says, did you get your superpower today? (laughs) <laughs> I'm telling you, you got to watch out for some of them folks. They be selling all types of stuff on Instagram and I just be scrolling like, I guess, I'm good. Thank you for the super chat though. Um, TYC Five says, I just wanted to bless your game. Happy holidays. I will catch the playback once it's uploaded. Thank you so much and happy holidays to you as well. Let's see here. Yeah, it's been a lot of stuff going on. I also want to touch on this situation before I go here. Um, everything that's going on with, um, Kobe Bryant's mother-in-law, Vanessa Bryant's mother. Now, I don't know if you guys listened to my podcast. I did the other day. I had kind of broke some more stuff down in that podcast. I had also did a stream like two months ago about the situation where I was telling you guys, I don't feel bad for either one of them. All we're seeing is their true colors. Now the mother has come out And she's basically blasting Vanessa once again, and she's saying that the reason why she has to sue her is because Vanessa has basically left her destitute, her health is failing, and that she doesn't know what else to do. Now, these are people who literally lived off of Kobe Bryant. They ate off his legacy. I'm not saying his wife, but you know, the mother. Um, And now there's all this fighting. So let me go ahead and read to you guys what she's saying in her statement. Give me just a second here. Okay. So as you see, she was always at the games, front and center. So in the statement, Sophie now she's she's suing Vanessa for $5 million. She's suing against Kobe's estate. So in the statement, she says, for starters, I would like to state that I did not enjoy airing out our family's grievances in public. Although I filed a lawsuit, I did not make any public comments and was hoping for the court process to run its course without publicity, as hurtful as it is. Then she went on to say, um, she says that she's entitled to live the lifestyle that she's accustomed to while Kobe was alive because she labored to babysit his children. And then they show the picture of her, you know, sitting next to them. Then they go on to say, Kobe lavished his mother-in-law with the mansion, cars. Luxury items such as designer clothes, bags and shoes, while his own mother. <laughs> I love Sandra Rose. Tell it, bitch. <laughs> she says while his own mother had to sell his memorabilia to buy a modest home for herself and her husband. Sophia is also asking for ninety six dollars in hourly wages. She wrote, as far as the ninety-six dollar hourly wage that I'm seeking, it was actually Vanessa that set the wage, not me. Sophia subtly uh, accused her daughter of making false statements on the apartment rental application. So she goes on to say, when Vanessa moved out, when Vanessa moved me out of my home into an apartment, she completed a rental application in my name without my knowledge and wrote that I was being paid two hundred thousand dollars annually which equates to $96 per hour wage. Then she concluded, I hope that my daughter changes course and will do what is right and give me what was promised to me. I also hope that Vanessa will stop preventing me from seeing and spending time with my grandchildren. She is using my grandchildren to punish me for exercising my rights. Although I had no choice but to sue Vanessa after... This is all said and done. Hopefully we can go back to having an acclimable mother-daughter relationship. Mm. Good luck. (laughs) Somebody said Vanessa and her mom are definitely brujas. I'm sorry, but I have to keep it real. Something ain't cleaning the buttermilk. Something is not right with this entire situation. Okay? Now, I'm not trying to disrespect Vanessa in any way because she is a widow. You know, she's mourning the death of not only her husband, but her child. But something is not right with that whole situation. One, you should never have to sue your mother. I mean, your mother, excuse me, your mother should never have to sue you. So that says a lot that the mother is suing her. But what gets me is that this woman has become so comfortable to live in a lifestyle. Kobe is not her biological child. Like, like let's, let's keep it real. Just think about this now, right? This woman, Sophia, did not birth Kobe. She didn't train him. Hell, she didn't even take him to AAU practice. She didn't know him as a child growing up. He has a biological mother and father. You know, Kobe's not like the typical, you know, the great white hope story. Mother was a crackhead. We don't know who the daddy is. He goes to live with a white person. Now he's in the NBA. That wasn't Kobe's damn story. He had two black parents who raised him. They were married. And this woman is sitting here with this attitude like somebody owes this to her. This is a lifestyle that I've become accustomed to. Excuse me, ma'am, you didn't birth him. You need to become unaccustomed. And I blame Kobe, I'm sorry. Not to speak ill of the dead, but I blame Kobe. Kobe, how does a woman that didn't birth you feel more, uh, uh, you know, become accustomed to your money and, you know, you give her a lifestyle that she could have never, ever had, but your parents didn't reap that same lifestyle or that same benefit? That makes no sense to me. It's in the Bible. Honor your mother and father. Not that, you know, I'm saying bring the Bible into it, but that's just keeping it all the way. One hundred. Honor your mother and father. It's in the Bible. And the fact that he spent more time honoring Vanessa's mother as opposed to his own family. And now we see where his legacy is at. Now, nobody's focusing on his stats on him as being a goat in the NBA. Everybody's focusing on this drama. And I'm gonna say this and I'm gonna keep it real. This has nothing to do with the black community. This is between Vanessa and her mom. So black folks, y'all sit back and y'all sip tea. I'm just saying, ain't got nothing to do with us. So I'm just sipping back and, and, and watching all this foolishness play out. This is pitiful. This is pitiful. One, as a grandmother, she shouldn't have to pay you a damn thing to watch the kids. As a grandparent, you should want to watch your grandchildren. Now, she wants to throw you some money because she's grateful. Like, oh, you know, here goes a few hundred dollars. Thank you, mom, for helping out. But for you to try and, you know, say that she's supposed to pay you $96 an hour. You wasn't watching all the kids in the damn neighborhood. You know how many damn abolitas in the barrio, in the hood? Watch everybody's grandkids, I mean, everybody's children, grandchildren included, the neighborhood. You know how everybody has, like, the neighborhood abuelita, the neighborhood grandmother that people take their kids to? And she'd be happy to watch the kids, you just throw a few dollars? Like, if you don't go sit down somewhere with this shit, she acts like she was sitting in a shack, stuck watching these kids 24-7. You're literally in a big-ass mansion. I'm sure there were maids there. There were butlers. So it's not like she had to even cook or clean. It just shows you that when you give folks an inch, they will take a mile. And it says a lot. And another thing that I have to give Vanessa the side eye on is if you were taking care of your mother, why did she all of a sudden abruptly want her to move up out the house? She took her out of that house and put her into an apartment. So why didn't you do all this when Kobe was alive? So has Vanessa been feeling away about her mother eating off of Kobe? For years but just didn't say anything what kind of hold did they have on kobe that he just kept that he was allowing this to go on i feel like there's more to the story somebody said it's a spicy situation (laughs) get out my chat (laughs) they said it's a spicy situation and they had the little spicy pepper it is like i said i'm just sipping slow because none of this makes any sense to me And a lot of people, like I said, I get so tired of the narrative being that the reason why Kobe didn't get along with his parents, the reason why they were beefing is because they didn't like Vanessa because she was Mexican. That is not the reason. And his father has come out and said this before. It had nothing to do with her ethnicity. It was the fact that if you guys don't know, I found this out recently. Kobe had a girlfriend and I'm probably going to end up doing like a little small video on it you know, like a little doc, not a documentary, honey, maybe like a 20 minute video or something kind of breaking it down. But Kobe had a girlfriend at the time that he got with Vanessa. She was a black woman and she lived in Philadelphia and she allowed Kobe. Yeah. I think I'm going to have to do a video. Cause I had to like really do like the backstory, but as Kobe was blowing up, cause you remember like this, was when we were in high school. So we were watching all of this. And a lot of times what they'll do in the industry, they'll match you with people to, you know, bring up their star power. So she had to watch her own boyfriend take Brandy to prom. She didn't get to go to her own prom. So they kind of connected Kobe with Brandy. So that way they could go on a date and it was great publicity because Brandy was the shit back then. She had Moesha and, you know, Kobe was like this new prospect. So it just, you know, it was a good look. And then all of a sudden... You know, you start seeing him with Vanessa, but the whole time he had his girlfriend, I'm gonna do a video on it, I'm gonna break it down. He had his girlfriend, and so that is why the parents were upset because they had known the girlfriend and the girls the girlfriend's family for five years. They had been dating since freshman year. So imagine this, right? Your parent. Your son is dating a girl. You get to know her. You get to know her family. You guys are all close. And then all of a sudden, you, the family, the girlfriend, everybody looks up, and Kobe's with this girl, a 17-year-old. And so everybody's like, what are you doing? You have a whole girlfriend over here in Philly. See, a lot of y'all don't know the backstory. And that's that was the truth of the matter. That's why they were upset. It had nothing to do. It could have been another black girl. It was just the point, like, hold up. You got a whole girlfriend right here. And so, again, because he met her on the video shoot, Vanessa's mother is the one who took her to that video shoot for Snoop Dogg and the Eastsiders. You're not going to think that a teenager is going to be at that type of video shoot. But again, this was back in the day. So I understand, you know, Kobe may not realize that she was 17 because back in the day, you really could just use your big sister's ID and get into anything. They really didn't give a fuck back then. Like I said, I knew girls in high school who would strip on the weekends with their older sister's ID and come back to school Monday morning. 90s, okay. Um, let's not forget, uh, what was that girl? The one that was doing porn at 14 with a fake ID? And then they found out they ended up being child uh, Tracy Lord's. I'm telling the 80s and 90s was crazy. Now y'all got to have like stripper ID cards and shit. Like y'all got to go down to the courthouse. I was told this recently because I didn't know, especially like in Detroit, you got to have a stripper card now. But back in the day, you didn't need none of that. You could just use somebody's ID who looked like you and go make money for the weekend and call it a day. Okay, y'all remember that? Shout out to all the 90s people. So I can understand him kind of being confused, right? So... He may have thought she was 21. She's on the video shoot. She looks older. She's a very beautiful woman. But come to find out she's 17. I believe that her mother is the one that was like, okay, well, you're dating my daughter. They're obviously hooking up and everything else. You need to marry her. If not, this will not be a good look for you. We're going to go to the media. We're going to make it a big story. And I feel like that's why he was so pressured to go marry her. Because if it was something that was so genuine initially i'm not saying that it didn't become genuine over the years but if it was so genuine initially why was nobody from Kobe's side there it's a wedding the only people who were there at the wedding was all vanessa's side of the family so again now we fast forward some 20 something years later and we see all of this stuff going on with vanessa and her mother it really kind of solidifies to me what the issue was that Kobe bryant's parents had They saw Vanessa's mother for who she was way back then. Kobe probably couldn't see it, but those parents saw it. Now the parents, they don't look so crazy, now do they? Now you got both of these folks on social media fighting back and forth, writing long ass dissertations and dear John letters to each other. None of this was happening when Kobe was alive. Again, parents be knowing. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, that 90s tea hits different. Let's see here. AG sent 2499 says, Merry Christmas to you and your family, tea. LOL, beautiful. Love from the light Pisces. Uh, Thank you so much, sis. I appreciate the super chat. She made sure to put light instead of dark Pisces. (laughs) I appreciate that. Um, uh, Starlene Vondra says, her mom is using the lawsuit to say you owe me one. Because Kobe was allegedly forced to marry Vanessa by her parents after they learned of their relationship. He should have listened to his parents. Yes, I believe that that's what that is, too, sis. You know, like I hooked you up with this lifestyle. If it wasn't for me pressuring Kobe and putting a wedge between Kobe and his parents, you would not have the lifestyle that you have. You're right about that. I'm telling this rabbit hole goes deep. I'm going to do a breakdown. Y'all know I love my sports tee. Give me a few days but I'm I'm, I'm gonna do a breakdown on it. What's up Brie from NYC? Uh, She sent 499. She says hey T sending love as always even though we miss and love Kobe that is why the black community felt the way about Kobe with Vanessa. Thank you so much for the super chat sis I appreciate you. Yes there's a lot of you know there's a lot to unpack you know A lot of people don't like to revisit the past. Oh, it's the past. Oh, this was so long ago. Yes, it was a long time ago. But the problem is the past is playing now in the present. And, you know, people need to understand why that is happening. The mother is not suing the daughter for no reason. The daughter is not being spiteful and moving the mother out of her home and taking her cars away for no reason. The rabbit hole goes deep. Let's see here. Um, Rihanna Marie sent nine ninety nine says you are right that actually that actually was a rumor back in the day. I remember because she was seventeen and he was like nineteen. Everybody was like Vanessa's parents were blackmailing Kobe. I remember. Yeah, Kobe wasn't nineteen, beloved. Kobe was twenty one at the time, going on twenty two. But yeah, that was that was definitely what was whispered back in the day. You know. Because there was no social media. So it's hard to like collect these receipts. Like um, me and a few people are trying to work on going through old magazines. Honey, when I tell you, we research, we research around here. We're going through old magazine interviews. I'm going to bring receipts and show y'all what I'm talking about. But this is going to further explain why all this is going on. But yes, back in the day, that was one of the things that was spoken, that he was being blackmailed. Nobody from his family supported that union maybe over the years, but even then, the parents are still being mistreated because at his funeral, they weren't acknowledged, they weren't spoken to, they weren't allowed to get up there and speak. The way they were treated was disgusting. And that just shows you how much of a commodity Kobe was to the point where people acted like the, like he was born by some, what's that bird called? A stork? Y'all I always mix that name up. You know, a little bird with the baby and shit in its beak? They act like that's how the damn, that, that that's how Kobe came to be. It's like, no, he he has two parents, Jellybean, Joe Bryant, and Pamela. He wasn't born by a damn stork. I think I pronounced it correctly. (laughs) Shout out to Sabrina uh, Venezuela. She's saying $4.99. She says, do you believe that there's any validity towards the mom's claims about Vanessa forging the rental agreement? Who knows, honestly, there might be some validity to it. But the thing is, does it even matter? The mother is claiming that she's on disability or, you know, she can't work due to her, you know, her poor health. So even if Vanessa lied about her, you know, what she was making per year, Vanessa was going to be the one covering it anyways. You know, it's not like the mother was going to be paying, you know, $5,000 a month for rent or however much they be charging her. And then on top of that, let's not forget the mother is still collecting alimony, from vanessa's um stepfather they've been divorced over 20 years and she's still getting alimony all the while living off of kobe so something ain't right with that situation thank you for the super chat sis um double edge sword sent 20 dollars. says happy holidays t that 90s t did you do the i'ma leave will yet <laughs> hit the like y'all i'ma leave will i'ma leave will i'ma i'ma I'm going to leave, Will. Hit the like, you guys. Thank you so much for the super chat. I appreciate you. Um, Let's see here. Starlene Vondra says they trapped him. If the mom and Vanessa were black, they would have been called ghetto for arguing on social media. It's a shame that this is part of his legacy instead of something black and beautiful. Thank you so much for the super chat, sis. Yeah, it's definitely a mess. And shout out to all 13,000 people watching. I appreciate y'all coming through and supporting the stream. Make sure y'all hit that like button. Yeah, I'm gonna do a breakdown on the backstory because I just get really tired of, you know, and it's not this generation's fault, so don't get me wrong. A lot of y'all weren't even born back then. Even my son, I had to kind of, you know, explain to him he wasn't born back then. But a lot of people really feel like his parents are racist, Oh, they just don't like Latino people. And that was not the case. That had nothing to do with it. You know, so they just saw the writing on the wall. And now you guys are seeing it with the way the mother is behaving and the way Vanessa is also behaving, you know? And like I said, like Vanessa has not wasted any time piling on the lawsuits. She ran to sue the sheriff department. She ran to sue the helicopter company because she's trying to distract the other families from potentially coming after Kobe's estate. But the problem is she didn't think, you know, she was thinking about the other family. She wasn't thinking about her mom. She would have never thought her mama would do that. And the fact that the mother is suing for $5 million, that is insane. Where This woman would have never seen $5 million a day in her life if her daughter wouldn't have lucked up and got with Kobe. Let's keep that real. You know, a lot of people forget where the hell they come from. You know, they leave their little humble beginners and that shit goes to their head. It's crazy. Let's see here. Um, Natasha F. sent $10. She says, I remember it was on the news that Kobe had sent flowers to her high school. And right after that, she left high school and was homeschooled to finish while the news was talking about it. Exactly. All Like, everybody wants to act like Vanessa was, you know, 21. No, she wasn't. She was a a senior in high school. She was 17 years old, you know? So yeah, you know, he was, he was older than her, but it wasn't by a lot. So let's not act like he was 30 and she was 17. It wasn't nothing like that. You know, it was just like a four year age difference, but this was like a big deal back then. And somehow the whole narrative has changed into, you know, his parents are the bad guys. His parents are the bad guys. When there's a lot more to the story, a lot more to the story. Um, Dom sent 4 dollars and says, Rick Ross stays scheming was about this. Oh, Rick Ross's stay scheming was about this. I haven't heard that song. But thank you so much for the super chat. I appreciate you. Lakeisha Williams sent $20, says, every time I think I know what's going on here, you come with all the juice. Thank you, T. Love you. Love you, too. And thank you so much for coming through um let's see here and sent ten dollars says watching you with my grandma she said wow she's beautiful is she in her 20s we love you oh you guys are so sweet no i'm not in my 20s sorry <laughs> thank you grandma i appreciate you i wish <laughs> let's see here um the jamexican send 49.99 thank you so much says i will catch this later but i want to support all the phenomenal work that you do Keep rising and happy holidays. Thank you so much, sis. And happy holidays to you too. Thanks for coming through. I appreciate you. Um, Little Third Eye says, Hey T, I have to watch the playback later. I'm at work. Make sure, make sure y'all get the supplies slash holiday packages. I always keep speaking the truth. I always speak, I always keep speaking truth to Power Queen. Thank you so much. I appreciate you and thanks for coming through. Um, Danny C says, Vanessa's mom should have saved the money. Or got herself a retired ball player yeah and that's the thing too is i don't understand like where did the money go you're not paying rent you're getting alimony from your husband that you've been divorced from for years and then on top of that it's not like she has to pay for her groceries like they were literally taking care of her you heard the list handbags designer clothes i mean damn was you the wife or you the grandmother And meanwhile, his family had to sell his memorabilia and then Vanessa was still taking shots at the family, you know, just a few months ago. People were dragging her for that. Like, don't throw shots at them. They had to do what they felt that they had to do. Meanwhile, your mother was good and living, you know, living high off the hog. Why not tell Kobe to look out for his family even more? You know, he's looking out for yours with no problem. So it's crazy. Um, let's see here. Nikki Nick says, "Back in the day, we only had limited resources for our magazines, radio, and messy commentators during the NBA half times and MTV sixty second news breaks." Thank you for the nostalgia. Ain't that the truth? That's the way, and that's how we got information. I remember I used to have a subscription to King Magazine, Honey Magazine, Vibe, The Source. Who else? It was quite a few magazines, and that's how we got our tea. You got your tea once a month from the magazines, you know, and that's why, like nowadays, is with like so information travels so quick, and I think that's why old media is jealous of new media because back in the day, it would take you know at least twenty four hours before they could get something like let's say like on the New York Times or in the paper, you know, you it would take them at least twenty four hours to do breaking news, but with social media, I can literally just go live and be like. Look what's trending on Twitter, breaking news, this and that. So we're able to have access to spread information a lot quicker. But there's also a downside to that because people are so used to us living in this whole microwave society where information hits you so fast that everybody just wants to be first. So as soon as something breaks... Nobody wants to fact check. Nobody wants to sit and see like, you know, what's going on. Let's figure this out. Let's see what the backstory is. People just want to get a, a, a great title, a shocking title, and then get clicks and views. So that's where information can, be, can become dangerous and it turns into misinformation. So that's why a lot of stuff when we were growing up was more accurate because they, they were held to a certain level of ethics and standards. And they couldn't just post anything. They couldn't just, you know, spread rumors and innuendos. Everything had to be fact-checked. So all this tea from the 90s about Kobe, this isn't gossip. This is facts. But I'm going to do a video. I'm going to definitely do a video. How long have I been on here? Let me check really quick here. Oh, we've been out for an hour and 10 minutes. This has been a great stream, you guys. I thank you guys for coming through. Dang, it will be going by quick. Like, damn. It's already been over an hour. Yes, I remember J-14. All those magazines you could rip out and have the little posters and stuff and Teen Bop and Teen Beat and all that stuff. I had some of them. Yeah, the magazine industry, the internet killed a lot of stuff. The magazine industry, the newspaper industry. And it's like now when you go on so many websites, like everybody's asking for like donations, support. So it's getting crazy. Like, um like it's not new york times like the daily i don't know if it's a daily mail i don't know it's like just different like as soon as you go onto a site it's like a pop-up please subscribe pay for a subscription please support now if it's like articles like websites that i do like and i do use for like you know resources i will subscribe and support them but i'm noticing it's like damn near every website you go onto now there's a pop-up subscribe support uh ad blocker So, yeah, the Internet is really starting to get regulated. It really is. And it's getting tough out there. Um, Let me read these last few super chats before I go. Um, Estefanny B., I think I said that right, says, Hi, T. Just wanted to say hi. Been a tea sipper for a few years. Let me tell you that I love your channel. By the way, my name is pronounced Stephanie. Oh, sure. (laughs) Okay. But you had to use the e feliz navidad okay so it's stephanie oh okay i get it stephanie that's pretty thank you so much stephanie i appreciate it and thank you for coming through and thanks for being a super tea sipper and supporting me all these years so thank you and have a happy holidays um Sim 499 says remember when kobe cheated on vanessa and she was going to divorce him rick ross made stay scheming, and the phrase shooting in the gym became popular. Oh, okay. Yeah, that whole situation with that R, uh, you know, that was crazy. And I believe that that is why she ended up staying with him. Because I think at that point, they had only been married a few years. And she really wouldn't have been able to walk away with a lot of money. I'm just keeping it real. And I believe maybe that might have been pressure from her mom. Like, oh, all men cheat. We're living a lavish lifestyle. You better suck it up, you know? And it's not just Vanessa. A lot of women put it with that. So, yeah, that whole situation was crazy. I remember he bought her that purple diamond ring and, you know, and they kind of made it over that hump. And then I remember they were, like, up again for, like, divorce, I want to say maybe, like, in 2013. Then they decided, you know, to work it out. And then they end up having the two other babies So, yeah, they've definitely had, you know, their ups and downs in their relationships like many people have. But um, their relationship, the way it came to be, I definitely have to side eye it. And I believe that the mother played a big hand in all the drama that we're seeing now and all of the drama that Kobe had with his parents. So I, I don't feel bad. Like I said, for me, this isn't this ain't got shit to do with me. I'm gonna sit back and sip my damn tea. Somebody says they believe Kobe was set up in that R-gate. I don't think it was a setup. I don't necessarily think that. I mean, a lot of these NBA guys, they, you know, they wild out and they do all types of stuff. I don't think it necessarily had to be a setup, but I I don't, you know, I think the girl knew what she was doing, you know. I think he was cheating, but I don't know about all that other stuff. Um, Let's see here. Daphne C says, I think. The lawyer is the one from Seinfeld and the mom is Kramer. Thank you so much for the super chat, sis. Um, AJ Caroline says, you see famous Dex went to rehab. He needed to. I didn't know he went to rehab. He looked like a zombie. I saw the video of him sitting in the chair. He looked like death. And I'm not trying to be funny. I'm not trying to be facetious. Famous Dex look like death. And my thing is, this is what happens when people get into the industry. And they think that everybody's their friend and they're not. He is a perfect example of that. Remember, Famous Dex was one of the friendliest rappers a few years ago. I remember I met him, Little Pump, Smoking Perk. They all got on our plane. They, were, they had a show in Minneapolis, and they were all real cool. Took a picture of my youngest son and everything. Real nice young kids, you know, brightly colored hair and a bunch of damn face tattoos, but they were cool. But y'all remember that famous Dex had a lot of friends. He was like the friendliest rapper. He was cool with so many people, you know, was jumping on all types of tracks and remixes and everything else. And now he looks like a shell of himself. And the fact that it's almost like. He got caught on the drugs, you know, because the drugs, is you know, it's big in the industry. We've seen what happened with Juice World and all that stuff. And. These so-called friends, they don't care because at some point they just become a commodity. So you want drugs? Here go the drugs. Keep making the music. Keep making the songs. He looks horrible. I just hope and pray that he gets the treatment that he needs and he can come back sober and okay because for him to have friends and, and people around him and they see him like that every day, we only see him sporadically when he comes on the internet. These are people who see him every day. They should have been had that man in rehab. So it's sad. That's why I say you got to watch who your friends are. You got to watch the people around you. He looked at, I was so creeped out when I saw that video of him. And he was just sitting in the chair and he was just looking like this. And his face was like really ashy and dry. He looked horrible. That just, that broke my heart. Um, Let's see here. Movom says, you are awesome. Thank you for the content and updates. Thank you so much, sis. And thank you for the super chat. I appreciate you. Can um, I Liz says, do you remember the Nike commercial with Kobe and the helicopter burning Seth the devil? No, I don't remember that one. I'm gonna have to look that one up. Thank you for the super chat though. See um, Sheila Love says, hey T fellow Minnesotan here. Karma hit hard for Vanessa. Both Kobe and Gigi died in the crash and he was passing the NBA torch to Gigi. Kobe said in an interview that Vanessa kept trying to have a boy in order to do that. Thank you so much for the super chat. I appreciate it. Um, Let's see here. Oh, somebody said Famous Dex is 27. He looks like he's 47. That's how much those drugs have just done him in. That is sad. That is really sad. Um, see 15 says love from Carl and Chelsea, New Jersey. You helped raise us. Oh, that is so sweet. And thank you so much for coming through. I appreciate you. Yeah. This has been just a wonderful stream. Once again, thank you guys so much for coming through. I don't want the playback to be too long for the people who aren't able to catch the live stream. So I'll be back again, Wednesday, we will announce the winners from the discord. Um, on Wednesday during the live stream. So once again, you guys, Thanks so much for joining me this evening. I'll see you guys later. Bye.